Hey everyone, welcome to Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts, where every week we cover the latest in music news, reviews, interviews, releases, discovery, history, and more. I'm your host, Chris Zappa, and as always, the world of music is a busy place, so without further ado, ground control to listener, take your protein pills, put your helmet on, this podcast ain't gonna listen to itself... everybody welcome back to another week of zappagram the mother of all music podcasts and newsletters and hey speaking of mothers i want to wish all of the mothers out there i realize this is going to come out on monday mother's day was technically yesterday technically mother's day is today because i'm recording this on mother's day so i want to wish a happy mother's day to all of the mothers out there and even though this uh, happy mother's day wish may fall on belated ears if it falls on mother's ears i i want to wish you a happy mother's day and i hope you have a wonderful day filled with love and uh, peace and quiet the two greatest gifts we can give our mothers i saw a tiktok by julie bowen the actress who played claire on modern family and uh, she's a mom and uh, she was uh, she was making a public service announcement pleading for everyone to uh, to do their moms a favor this year the greatest gift you could give your mom is to bathe Take a bath. Don't stink. Mother's Day is a happy day, a day of celebration, celebrating our, our moms that, that gave us life and brought us into this world and, and raised us and, and were our greatest uh, supporters and fans. But we also need to uh, to keep others in mind today, like uh, like Nick Cannon, and hope that he had the uh, the money in his budget for all the flowers that he had to buy today. But uh, anyway, you guys are hearing this on a Monday, so technically the official recognized holiday for Mother's Day is over, but every day should be Mother's Day. Celebrate your moms every day. Do right by your moms. Treat your moms well. Love your moms. Call your moms. Tell your moms you love your moms. You know what I'm saying. But anyway, hey, it's Monday now, and I hope your week is off to a good start. A lot of stuff has been happening this past week. Last last week in the uh, the poll... I asked for your input. I wanted you to tell me what the best Taylor Swift album was, at least out of her last four albums. And one of the options was, I have no idea, for those of you who are not Swifties, who don't listen to Taylor Swift. More people answered with, I have no idea, than answered and recommended one of the other albums, which tells me that I don't have a lot of Taylor Swift fans listening to the podcast or reading the newsletter, which led me to Taylor this week's, <laughs> pun intended, this week's poll to uh, ask some questions about your musical preferences, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Really quickly, I also wanted to mention that uh, Zappagram is currently seeking sponsors for the podcast and the newsletter, and specifically music-related sponsors. We've been working with a, a great company called Music Butler that had sponsored us for the past uh, few weeks, and that is a great music-related service that uh, alerts you when the artists that you love have new music coming out. So I'm looking for other sponsors that are that are also in the in the world of music that would like to advertise with Zappagram. So if you know anyone or if you yourself are someone, one such someone, please reach out. Hey at ChrisZappa.com. Maybe you have something to promote, a product, a book, a band, an album, whatever it is. Hit me up at Hey at ChrisZappa.com and let me know. And finally, if you're enjoying the show and or the newsletter, please tell your friends and enemies and anybody else who will listen. Help me spread the good word. As always, I am grateful for your support. Hey, listen, every week I know I say that there's so much news that's happened and there's so much to get to, but uh, this week, no joke. There really is. There was so much that I couldn't fit it all into the newsletter, so we're going to be going over everything that was in the newsletter this week as well as a bunch of other stuff that couldn't fit in there, so let's get going. <laughs> 
This week's quote comes to us from the great Joe Strummer of The Clash. He said, Authority is supposedly grounded in wisdom, but I could see from a very early age that authority was only a system of control, and it didn't have any inherent wisdom. I quickly realized you either become a power or you get crushed. So yeah, that's 100% accurate, right? There'll be more mention of Joe Strummer later on in the show. Really, every show should mention Joe Strummer at some point, no? All right, once again, as I said at the top of the show, I have a uh, question this week in the Rock the Vote poll where I'm asking, I prefer to listen to, your options are, softer, mellow music, harder, faster music, or depends on my mood. Now, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm guessing that depends on my mood is going to be the favorite answer that most people are going to answer that way. Because I know, like myself, I like to listen to both softer, mellow music and harder, faster music. It just depends on my mood. But I know that there are some that uh, just really don't like hard, fast music. And there are some that just don't really like soft, mellow music. So I want to know what you guys prefer overall, because I care about what you guys listen to, what you like to listen to. It sort of helps inform what I cover in the show every week, because basically as it is, I cover what I want to cover because it's my show. I can do that. And I try to cover a wide range of things from many different genres uh, of music because I like a wide range of things from many different genres of music. But yeah, this will help me better decide what goes into the show every week based on what you guys tell me you are into. So hit the poll in the newsletter and let me know, will you? Thanks. Every week, Zappagram publishes a weekly playlist. This week, we're on playlist number 57. Been doing this for 57 weeks. And every week, I uh, release this playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. So whether you listen to music on one or the other, you can always tune in, uh, so to speak. In addition to the weekly playlist, there's a master playlist, which contains all the music from all of the weeks, all in one really long playlist, also available on both platforms. This week is a mix of new and old. It's a mix of softer music and louder, harder music. I usually like to try to uh, to, to balance those out. But this week, uh, I sort of go from one extreme to the other. So I've got some old stuff from Sonic Youth, The Cramps, The Dead Weather. And then I've got brand new music from one of my favorite bands, Queens of the Stone Age. They've released a new single from their forthcoming album, which is coming out next month. And I'm incredibly excited about that. I've included music from a couple of bands that I've discovered this past week. Mother Leopard, Bonnie Doon, Madeline Kenny. I've got a song by Kaliukas on there that uh, it sounds like a Sade song. Uh, very reminiscent of Sade, uh, both vocally and musically speaking. And then I've included the entire album from an incredible musician, talented multi-instrumentalist Andrew Jernigan, who makes ambient music as Cliff Diver. Cliff Diver recently released a brand new full-length LP, self-titled, which included uh, nine songs of incredibly beautiful ambient music, music that can help you chill out no matter, you know, whether you're in the mood to chill out or not. You listen to Cliff Diver, you will chill out. So anyway, the eponymous album uh, came out a couple of weeks ago, and now Cliff Diver has released an album of ambient extensions, uh, which uh, would basically... Uh, even more chilled out versions of the songs that were released on the album a couple of weeks ago. And uh, they're, they're all so beautiful and, uh, and relaxing that I wanted to put the entire album on the playlist. So there are nine tracks from Cliff Diver on this week's playlist as well. So I take you from, you know, from Queens of the Stone Age and Sonic Youth to Cliff Diver. It's a wide spectrum, but you can, you can rock out or you can chill out, whatever you want to do. So be sure to check out the playlist this week and let me know what you think. 
Okay, now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, it's time to get into this week's music news. In this week's music news, MTV News is shutting down. After 36 years, the company endured some major layoffs and finally shuttered operations last week after 36 years. MTV, of course, started uh, in August of 1981, but MTV News emerged in 1987 with one show, The Weekend Rock, hosted by Kurt Loder, which I'm sure many of you will remember. Everybody tuned in to find out what was going on. That's how we uh, knew what was happening. Correspondents like Allison Stewart, Tabitha Soren, Meredith Graves that reported for the outlet throughout the years and the coverage spanned music, politics, sex, pop culture, all kinds of stuff. MTV News was especially influential throughout the 90s and the early 2000s, like in 94 when Kurt Loder confirmed the death of Kurt Cobain, and MTV News transitioned into more frequent programming after breaking that landmark story. Reporters for MTV News went on to win Emmy Awards and Peabody Awards for pieces on natural disasters and the Iraq War, but a few years ago, things started winding down for MTV News with the rise of social media. Uh, More and more people are just going to social media for their music news. Nobody's really watching MTV anymore, probably at all, um, but especially not for music news. So after 36 years, they're calling it quits. I mean, it's really too bad that there's nowhere else now that uh, that you can go for weekly music news. Oh, wait. It seems that someone or several someones uh, pass away every single week that I have to cover that here. This week, Frank Kozik, the artist behind many of the most popular album covers of the last several decades, has passed away at the age of 61. The prolific poster artist and creative director of Kid Robot created album covers for Queens of the Stone Age, uh, the Melvins, The Offspring, Nirvana, Sonic Youth, White Stripes, Butthole Surfers, Beastie Boys. I mean, just he had done so much work for so many artists over the years. He most certainly definitely uh, dramatically changed the industry that he was a part of. We do not yet know a cause of death, but I I guess that really doesn't matter. Um, The thing is that he's gone. But his legacy, like uh, all great masters, will live on through his art. He did artwork for Queens of the Stone Age, as I mentioned, and this week we have a lot of Queens of the Stone Age news. Queens of the Stone Age have announced their first album since 2017's Villains. The new album will be titled In Time's New Roman, and it's out June 16th via Matador Records. The first single, uh, Emotion Sickness, and the video for that single are out now. The album was recorded at Josh Homme's Pink Duck Studio, as well as at Rick Rubin's Shangri-La Studio in Malibu. The video is so badass, so incredible, very trippy. I've included that in the newsletter this week. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, subscribe to that, check it out, the uh, the video's in there. But as I said, the full-length album will be released on June 16th. It will be available on streaming CD and a variety of colored vinyls, and pre-orders are going on right now. Also, Queens of the Stone Age are confirmed to play a number of festivals uh, this coming summer, including Boston Calling, Sonic Temple in Columbus, Aftershock Festival in Sacramento, and Louder Than Life in Louisville. Tickets for all of those are on sale right now. So Queens of the Stone Age fans, get ready to go snap up the album and uh, some concert tickets to go see them if they're coming anywhere near you. Fishbone have a new EP coming out soon. Fishbone's one of those bands that's hard to categorize. They sort of played a, a fusion of ska, punk, funk, metal, reggae, and, and soul. I got pretty into them in the late 80s or the early 90s. Anyway, this is their first release in nearly a decade, 
and it uh, includes the entire original lineup. Michael Burkett, uh, a.k.a. Fat Mike from NoFX, produced the EP, which is self-titled. And uh, yeah, it'll be out in a couple of weeks on May 26th, so be sure to look out for that. Also coming out soon, local natives have announced their new album, Time Will Wait For No One. That is on the Loma Vista label. It'll be out July the 7th. Their first single from the album NYE is out now on streaming platforms everywhere. And as soon as the album drops, the band is embarking upon a uh, multi-month trek across North America, kicking off June 10th in Vail, Colorado, and wrapping up uh, September 30th in Del Mar, California. Tickets for those shows are on sale now. Check the link in the newsletter to see if they're coming to a town near you. Uh, With this many stops, odds are they will be. In previous weeks, I've talked a lot about the new Sphere venue that's going up in Las Vegas. This new, incredible, spherical, state-of-the-art performance facility that's being built. It's the first of its kind in the world, built specifically for uh, the performing arts. 360-degree sound. It's massive. Turns out it's also massively expensive, which is unsurprising. As it turns out, the price tag on opening this much-anticipated Sphere venue is a total of $2.3 billion. Originally, it was projected to cost $1.2 billion. Not long after that announcement, they determined that it would likely be more like $1.7 billion. And now it turns out they're looking at a whopping $2.3 billion. That's a lot of dollars. The project's price has continued to rise partially due to the negative effects on the construction business caused by the COVID pandemic, as well as just the one-of-a-kind, unusual nature and design of the building. Company officials cited the overall complexity of the project for the current increase while noting they had made significant progress, including completing the LED installation on the exosphere uh, earlier in the third quarter that will allow the venue to make dramatic design and appearance changes with the push of a button. Madison Square Garden Entertainment owns the sphere. And of course, I've mentioned it in uh, previous episodes because I've talked about how you too will be opening the venue on September 29th with a five-week, 17-show run that's already generated hundreds of millions of dollars in sales with tickets averaging between $1,200 and $1,500 apiece. That, to me, is just insane. But seeing a show there is, uh, you know, it's supposed to be an insanely intense, incredible experience, so maybe it's worth the price tag. In this week's Taylor Swift news, Taylor Swift, of course, on her Epic Eras tour right now, she made three stops in Nashville, played three nights in Nashville, and uh, from the stage on the first night, she announced that she will be re-releasing her re-recorded album, Speak Now. That will be out on July the 7th. Taylor Swift, of course, re-recording and re-releasing all of her material prior to the album Lover, which came out in 2019 uh, because of this whole fiasco with her her catalog being sold without her involvement to to a very uh, shady person, Scooter Braun. And so she's re-recording all of those earlier albums and re-releasing them as uh, Taylor's version. And in addition to the original material on the albums, she always includes uh, unreleased tracks from those sessions that were not released on the original recordings. So far, she's released, uh, re-released Fearless, Folklore, Evermore, and Red. And so fans were anticipating what the next album would be, and she has now announced that it'll be Speak Now. And it'll be out July 7th. Swifties everywhere are quaking with excitement. In further new album release news, Joni Mitchell's surprise return to the stage at the 2022 Newport Folk Festival, her first live performance in 20 years, will be released as an upcoming album titled Joni Mitchell at Newport. 
in what's now been dubbed the Joni Jam. Mitchell played an unannounced set at the Legendary Festival with an all-star band that featured Brandy Carlisle, uh, Winona Judd, Marcus Mumford, Dawes, Lucius, a lot of artists joined her there. So Joni Mitchell at Newport is uh, set for a July 28th release date. Joni will celebrate her 80th birthday this year in November, and she still sounds amazing. She's Joni Mitchell, a living legend. A few more new album announcements we have. Pretenders have a new album coming out. The album is titled Relentless. It's the first album uh, from the Pretenders in three years, and the new single, Let the Sun Come In, is out now. That album is coming out September 1st via Rhino Records. And speaking of living legends, Dolly Parton, who was recently inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, said that if she's going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she better put out a rock album. And that is exactly what she's doing. The new album, titled Rock Star, has features by literally every rock star you can think of. The album will feature 21 classic songs, cover songs, and 9 original songs. The track list was recently announced and shows that she reprises many songs with their original performers like uh, Baby I Love Your Way with Peter Frampton, Open Arms with Journey Steve Perry, Heart of Glass with Blondie's Debbie Harry. She's covering I Can't Get No Satisfaction with Pink and Brandy Carlisle. Uh, she's got Lizzo on here. She's got Sting, Chris Stapleton, Elton John, Simon LeBon of Duran Duran, John Fogarty, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr. The list goes on and on. This will be really interesting to hear when it comes out. I mean, it, again, she's a living legend. People throw the, the phrase national treasure around too loosely, I believe, but Dolly is definitely a national treasure, yeah? I think we can all agree on that. New music from brothers Jared and Shannon Leto is on the way. On Monday, 30 Seconds to Mars announced their first album in five years. It's the end of the world, but it's a beautiful day. The first single, titled Stuck, is out now, and the full album comes out this September. Another one of my favorite bands, My Morning Jacket, they're on tour now. They're kicking their tour off tonight in Mobile, Alabama at the Sanger Theater. But they also just announced that they will play their celebrated album, It Still Moves, in its entirety for select shows during their fall North American tour. The handful of shows will mark the 20th anniversary of the record, which Rolling Stone called a first-class acid country radio head swimming slowly to the surface back in 2003. The Louisville, Kentucky Quintet will perform It Still Moves from start to finish at New York's Beacon Theater on October 19th, Atlanta's Fox Theater November 3rd, and the Chicago Theater on November the 9th. Additional dates outside the anniversary performances will include guest support from Fleet Foxes, Tiny Universe, Wild Dorado, M. Ward, Katie Pruitt, Devin Gilfillian, Jamie Wyatt, and Costa de Ambar. But yeah, they've got a couple of dates in the States right now in May, then they're heading to Mexico, then over to the UK and Europe, and And uh, then they'll be back here in the States June 15th, kicking things off in St. Augustine, Florida, and uh, wrapping things up finally November the 11th in Chicago. So check the link in the newsletter to find out if they are coming anywhere near you. This coming October, two weekends in October, live music fans can attend the Austin City Limits Music Festival. Tickets are on sale now. You can see everyone from Foo Fighters to Kendrick Lamar to Shania Twain to the 1975. It's going to be incredible this year. Absolutely killer lineup. Kendrick Lamar, Foo Fighters, Mumford & Sons, Odessa, The Lumineers, Shania Twain, Alanis Morissette, the 1975, Hosier, Ethel Kane, Yeah Yeah Yes, Maggie Rogers, Noah Kahn, Labyrinth, Kaliukas, Cigarettes After Sex, 30 Seconds to Mars. I mean, just the list goes on and on. Mars Volta, Portugal the Man. It's going to be a great festival this year. If you can go, you should go. And in other news, which may or may not be music-related, but almost always is, 
co-founder of The Roots, Tariq Trotter, uh, otherwise known as Black Thought, has announced that he's releasing a new memoir titled The Upcycled Self. That book is set to arrive November 14th. According to the publisher's official description, the memoir, quote, tells the dramatic stories of the four powerful relationships that shaped him, community, friends, art, and family, each a complex weave of love, discovery, trauma, and loss. And in other book news, fervent fan speculation over the past few days fueled rumors that a Taylor Swift book was in the works. When Flatiron Books announced that an anonymous celebrity would be releasing an untitled book in July, Taylor Swift fans pre-ordered it in droves, skyrocketing the mystery book that didn't even have a title announced to number one on uh, the Barnes & Noble and Amazon charts. Swifties were convinced that this was going to be a Taylor Swift book based on several clues they thought that they had found and uh, that they were so convinced that that whole thing started going viral and everybody started freaking out and pre-ordering this book before they even knew for sure because they were they were convinced that it was a Taylor Swift book. It turns out it's about uh, the K-pop group, BTS. So now, <laughs> uh, can you cancel a book pre-order? In this week's Z-Rex, Zappa's recommendations, I'm highlighting four different things. Two of them are about Steely Dan, and two of them are about Queens of the Stone Age. The first one, Jack Hamilton writing for The Atlantic, published a piece titled Surrender to Steely Dan, How the Insufferably Perfectionist Duo Captured the Hearts of a New Generation of Listeners. That's worth the read. And then Alex Papadamas and Joan LeMay explore Donald Fagan and Walter Becker's naughty relationship with sampling and higher artistic ties to rap in a chapter from their book Quantum Criminals, which has been shared on Rolling Stone. So I've got a link to both of those articles in the newsletter. The other two things, as I mentioned, are Queens of the Stone Age related. The first is the new video for Emotion Sickness, their new single from their forthcoming album In Time's New Roman, which drops July 16th. The single and the video are out now. The video is super cool and super trippy and uh, just quintessential Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, So I've included that as well as a live performance from the band when they played in Dusseldorf, Germany in 2013. It's a 10-year-old performance, but it was a particularly kick-ass show, and it's a really high-quality recording of that show, so I've included both of those in this week's newsletter. In new album releases from this past week, we have a handful of great new albums. Alison Goldfrapp, the 10th anniversary edition of Random Access Memories from Daft Punk, Dropkick Murphys have a new album, Esben and the Witch, Madison McFerrin, and Moby. And of course, again, the new single from Queens of the Stone Age is also out. As summer heats up, the album releases just keep coming, so our release radar is literally packed with a ton of great music coming out over the next 30 to 45 days. We have new albums coming from Dave Matthews Band, Graham Nash, Louis Capaldi, Paul Simon, Sufjan Stevens, Arlo Parks, The Exploding Hearts, Simply Red, Sparks, Krung Ben, Ben Folds, Ben Harper, Bob Dylan, Cowboy Junkies, Foo Fighters, Half Moon Run, John Mellencamp, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, Rancid, Rufus Wainwright, The Boo Radleys, Christine and the Queens, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, Jenny Lewis, Love and Rockets, My Morning Jacket, Youth Lagoon, Balmoria, Drive by Truck. The Flaming Lips, Hand Habits, a new live album from Motorhead, live at the Montreux Jazz Festival 2007, Queens of the Stone Age, new album, Sunvolt, and the Teskey Brothers, all coming out in the next 30 to 45 days. Woo! That's a lot of music, you guys. I will be listening to it all and covering it all, and I will let you know what I think as soon as all of these things drop.
this brings us to our final segment on this date, musical happenings of historical significance. On this date, May 15th in 1948, English musician, composer, record producer Brian Eno was born in Suffolk, England. Also on May 15th, 1974, Ahmet Zappa was born in Los Angeles, son of Frank Zappa. And that same day in 2003, June Carter Cash died in Nashville of complications following heart surgery. She was 73 years old. May 16th, we celebrate the birthday of Nirvana bassist Chris Novoselic, who was born in Compton, California in 1965. That same day in 1951, Jonathan Richmond of the Modern Lovers was born in Natick, Massachusetts. That same day in uh, 2010, Ronnie James Dio died after a six-month battle with cancer. And on May 16th in 1966, the Beach Boys released their classic, iconic album, Pet Sounds. On May 17th, we celebrate the birthday of Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. He was born in Mercer, Pennsylvania in 1965. May 17th, 1973, we also celebrate the birthday of Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age. He was born in Joshua Tree, California. In 1987, May 17, 1987, a fire destroyed Tom Petty's house in Los Angeles. And on May 17, 2013, Daft Punk originally released Random Access Memories. May 18, Mark Mothersbaugh of Devo was born in Akron, Ohio in 1950. May 18, in uh, 1980, Ian Curtis of Joy Division hung himself in the kitchen of his house at the age of 23. At the time of his death, Curtis had Iggy Pop's album The Idiot playing on his stereo. And sadly, on May 18, 2017, Chris Cornell died by suicide in Detroit, Michigan. On May 19th, we celebrate the birthday of Phil Rudd, drummer for ACDC. He was born in Melbourne, Australia in 1954. The late great Joey Ramone was born in Queens, New York on May 19, 1951. That same date, in 1976, Keith Richards crashed his car after falling asleep behind the wheel. In 1980, Ringo Starr was involved in a car crash less than a mile from where Mark Bolin of T-Rex was killed in a crash three years prior to that. So I have a suggestion for rock stars. Just maybe avoid driving altogether on May 19th. On May 20th, 1944, Joe Cocker was born in Sheffield, England. That same day, May 20th, 1958, Jane Weedlin of the Go-Go's was born in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. That is fun to say, Oconomowoc. Can you say that? Can you say it fast three times? That same date, in uh, 1961, Dan Wilson of Simasonic was born in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. And uh, sadly, on that day in 2013, Ray Manzarek, a founding member of The Doors, died in Rosenheim, Germany at the age of 74. Lastly, on May 21st, Ronald Isley of the Isley Brothers was born in Cincinnati, Ohio in 1941, May 21st, 1941. That same day, Marvin Gaye released his classic album, What's Going On, in 1971. The Notorious B.I.G. was born in Brooklyn, New York, 1972, May 21st, 1972. Gautier was born in uh, Bruges, Belgium in 1980 on that date. Also on that date in 1980, Joe Strummer of The Clash was arrested at a gig in Hamburg after smashing his guitar over an audience member's head. Wonder what that audience member did to deserve that. I'm sure they deserved it. I just wonder what they did. And lastly, on May 21st of 1983, David Bowie went to number one on the U.S. singles chart with Let's Dance, featuring a blues guitar great Stevie Ray Vaughan, who played on that track.
Well, it's obvious, you guys. Uh, as summer heats up, so does the world of music. The new releases just keep coming, the music news just keeps coming, and uh, now that MTV News is not a thing anymore and it's not around to bring you the news, which I'm sure you didn't even get your news from MTV News for years, but uh, you can always rely on me, on Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts and newsletters, to bring you the latest in what's happening. Everybody, take care of yourselves this week. Be good to one another. Uh, Try to stay out of trouble. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Until we meet again next week, I will be here uh, keeping an eye on things. And uh, and I'll be here to let you know what's going on this time next week. I'll see you back here. Please join me. Stay safe until then. I've been your host, Chris Zappa, and I am out of here. (laughs) 